0: Hello and welcome to the France 24 interview. Our guest today is Mitro Kuleba. He is Ukraine's foreign minister. He joins us uh, from uh, Malabo, the capital of Equatorial Guinea. He's on his way to Liberia uh, to drum up support for his country in Africa. This as Russian President Vladimir Putin is about to host a summit with African leaders in St. Petersburg. Thank you very much for being with us. It's my pleasure. Following Russia's decision to halt uh, the Black Sea Grain Initiative, we're witnessing Russian strikes on Ukraine's Black Sea ports, such as Odessa, but also on the Danube River in places like Reni. So what, in your eyes, is Russia's objective?
1: Well, it's very simple. Russia's objective is to provoke the increase of global food crisis, export its own grain without any... uh, Uh, HINDRANCES AND uh, BENEFIT FROM IT, MAKE AS MUCH MONEY AS THEY CAN. THE PROBLEM IS IN THIS STRATEGY IS THAT THE PEOPLE OF UKRAINE AND THE PEOPLE OF AFRICA WILL, ARE PAYING THE PRICE FOR THIS uh, VICIOUS STRATEGY OF PRESIDENT PUTIN. BECAUSE OUR GRAIN IS NOT BEING EXPORTED, OUR INFRASTRUCTURE IS BEING DESTROYED, AND ORDINARY PEOPLE ACROSS AFRICA WILL HAVE TO PAY MORE FOR BREAD and other food because of the raising food prices. And Russia will fill its pockets with money to finance war machine. At the expense of Africa, this is what is happening.
0: Right. Uh, The Russian uh, strikes took uh, place uh, very close uh, to the border of Romania. Romania is obviously a NATO member. We also heard recently uh, Vladimir Putin warn Poland, another uh, NATO member. Uh, What are we seeing? Is the war in Ukraine broadening and, in effect, uh, could become a war between NATO countries and Russia?
1: Well, Putin attacked the port of Reni on Danube because it was a very efficient uh, um, infrastructure, piece of infrastructure for exporting Ukrainian grain, and he wants to destroy that infrastructure as well. The fact that this port is uh, rested right on the uh, border with Romania speaks for, again, for a simple fact that he's testing the reaction of NATO, and NATO has to react firmly and decisively Uh, in response to this. uh, Two weeks ago in Vilnius, we had discussions uh, on the future membership of Ukraine. And the unspoken argument was that we shouldn't provoke provoke Russia. Ukraine was against this argument. But now we see clearly that Russia does not need to be provoked. It acts according to its own logic and conducts devastating attacks and provocations.
0: Right. Uh, in the Black Sea, uh, Moscow has warned that civilian ships sailing close to Ukrainian ports could be seen as military targets. So this begs the question, does Ukraine in turn consider Russian cheap ships heading to Russian or Russian-occupied Black Sea ports as legitimate targets?
1: Yes, Ministry of Defense of Ukraine issued relevant statement. Uh, basically, saying the same thing as you as you just mentioned, that uh, Russian ships or wherever they are in the Black Sea become legitimate uh, target in response to respective Russian official statement.
0: Right. Uh, I want to go back to the Black Sea Grain Initiative. Uh, Russia has decided to pull out. Uh, President Zelensky said. Nevertheless, he was hoping to revive it. Is this still possible, given Russia's decision to pull out and uh, the developments we just discussed?
1: Everything is possible. This is what we learned over the last year and a half of the war. Uh, So we will keep trying um, reviving this Black Sea Grain initiative together with the United Nations and Turkey. At the same time, we're conveying the message that if this effort fails, we have to come up with an alternative way of exporting Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian grain um, by the sea, because it's essential to put prices down. I would like to recall that last year, after the Black Sea grain deal was introduced, prices dropped by 23 percent, global food prices, 23 percent, and this is UN data. So this is, it's essential to restore uh, sea route. And on a parallel track, we'll be working with the European Union to ensure the the proper functioning and expansion of solidarity lanes, which is export of grain by land corridors.
0: Right. Uh, Vladimir uh, Putin has vowed that Russia would supply Africa with the same amount of grain that was delivered under uh, the Black Sea Grain Initiative. And there are reports in the Financial Times that he had proposed an initiative whereby Qatar would pay Moscow to ship Russian grain to Turkey, which would then distribute the crop to Africa. Uh, Do you think this is what's in the works?
1: Yes, uh, we heard of Russian attempts to propose this uh, this kind of deal. It uh, I, will, I think it will be shameful for any country to take to take part in such an arrangement, uh, which Russia is making uh, as a result of violation of its own international commitments, destruction of ports of uh, um, a sovereign country, and blackmailing the whole world with uh, uh, with uh, uh, food crisis and hunger. And the fact that Russia is openly saying that they're ready to compensate the absence of Ukrainian grain on the market speaks for exactly for what I mentioned earlier in the interview. They want to make money. They want to make more money uh, benefiting from higher prices provoked by uh, their own actions. And the last point on this is uh, never exclude that part of the grain that Russia will be selling uh, to uh, the world is not Russian. It's a st- Ukrainian grain stolen from the occupied territories.
0: Right. Uh, so have you uh, conveyed to Turkey, which was obviously very involved in the Black Sea Grain Initiative, that any attempts to deal with Russia for an alternative solution is not acceptable for Ukraine?
1: Uh, we, we are in communication with all sides, and uh, uh, except Russia on this matter, and uh, they all understand the nuances and the complexity of this issue.
0: Right. Uh, at the first Russia-Africa summit back in 2019, there were uh, over 40 African heads of state and governments, uh, there's another uh, summit to be held uh, this week. Uh, you uh, have been in Africa uh, three times in the past month. Are you telling leaders uh, not to attend the St. Petersburg uh, summit for symbolic reasons?
1: Well, it's a sovereign decision of every country whether to take or not to take part in the summit. We do not interfere in that. We uh, respect decisions of every country. BASED ON THEIR NATIONAL INTERESTS. BUT WHAT I uh, TRY TO, WHAT I EXPLAIN TO MY COUNTERPARTS IN uh, all, ALL AFRICAN COUNTRIES IS THAT uh, PRESIDENT PUTIN WILL TRY TO, WILL BE USING THIS SUMMIT AS um, A WHITEWASHING INSTRUMENT FOR HIS REPUTATION. HE WANTS TO IMPROVE HIS REPUTATION AFTER ALL THE CRIMES HE HAS COMMITTED. AND uh, uh, HE WILL NOT BE FOCUSED ON COOPERATION, BEING BENEFICIAL FOR BOTH RUSSIA AND AFRICA he will be uh, focused on propaganda purposes.
0: Right. Uh, Speaking of uh, Russia's presence uh, in Africa, there's a lot of talk about the the Wagner Group. Uh, Are you uh, gathering information about uh, Wagner moving more and more uh, into Africa and sharing it uh, with your African counterparts?
1: Uh well I wouldn't I wouldn't go uh, in each and every detail of our conversations in in Africa but definitely uh, Wagner group is of particular interest not only for African nations but also for us and we possess a valuable amount of information that can help African countries strengthen their security
0: Right. Uh, You mentioned the importance for Ukraine to be able to export its grain. There is a problem with several Eastern European countries uh, that are blocking your uh, experts. Uh, This is supposed to end on September 15th. But those countries, uh, Poland, Bulgaria, Slovakia, Hungary and Romania want to extend this. Uh, Is this acceptable given what's happening in the Black Sea?
1: It is unacceptable and it goes there. THE DEMAND COMING FROM CERTAIN COUNTRIES TO EXTEND THE APPLICATION OF uh, EU RESTRICTIONS BEYOND 15TH OF SEPTEMBER uh, ALSO GOES AGAINST THEIR OWN INTERESTS. AND uh, WE SHOULD ALSO BE MINDFUL ABOUT THE FACT THAT ONE OF THE REASONS WHY RUSSIA IS uh, um, DESTROYING UKRAINIAN AGRICULTURE GRAIN INFRASTRUCTURE uh, IS BECAUSE THEY WANT TO PROVOKE ADDITIONAL TENSIONS BETWEEN UKRAINE. AND RESPECTIVE NEIGHBORS. AND WE SHOULD NOT PLAY INTO THE HANDS OF PUTIN. WE SHOULD NOT PLAY HIS GAME. AND uh, uh, WE ARE WORKING CLOSELY WITH OUR PARTNERS AND FRIENDS, NEIGHBORS, TO uh, AVOID uh, THE SITUATION WHEN PUTIN WILL BE SITTING AND LAUGHING IN KREMLIN, OBSERVING HOW, FOR EXAMPLE, uh, POLAND IS uh, OR OTHER COUNTRIES INSISTING THAT UKRAINIAN GRAIN SHOULD NOT ENTER THEIR COUNTRIES.
0: So, you're still hoping uh, to get a positive response by September 15th?
1: Well, that's uh, a job of a diplomat, to be hopeful and to deliver on hope.
0: Right. Uh, speaking of uh, deliver, uh, on July fourteenth, uh, the chief of staff of Ukraine's president, Andrea Yermak, said that the U.S. is "quote unquote" very close to deciding whether to provide Ukraine with the long-range ATACMS missiles. However, the Washington Post reported this Sunday that the Biden administration is actually still refusing uh, to deliver uh, those missiles to Ukraine. Uh, the Pentagon saying that you know Ukraine has other needs, essentially demining. Do you agree with that? Assessment uh, is demanding a much bigger priority than those long-range missiles or the F-16 fighter jets, for that matter.
1: We are definitely interested in receiving uh, attack missiles, Uh, but uh, I also have, uh, for the sake for for the sake of clarity and justice, I have to say that we are receiving long-range missiles already from other countries, such as the United Kingdom and uh, uh, France. So this is not the item that we do not uh, have uh, in our possession. We need more, but uh, in principle, we have it. Um, while it is critically important uh, now to provide Ukraine with more demining um, uh, vehicles and instruments, because the we d- we, Ukrainian army is conducting its counteroffensive through heavily mined fields. So yes, this is a very topical need. F-16s, well, it's solved. It takes time. We're in the process, but uh, this deal is done and we, keep, we will keep working uh, on a, uh, on attack-arms missiles, but we understand the, the logic of uh, Washington on this matter.
0: Right. Uh, just as a conclusion, to be able to conserve a sea lane uh, to export, uh, you will need actually uh, patrolling uh, from the sea and probably from the skies. I mean, this is the key, Right.
1: Absolutely. If we have F-16s, we will be able, We will not depend on Russian blackmail in exporting uh, u- Ukrainian grain to global markets. So the sooner we uh, receive them, the sooner we will be able to launch uh, a new corridor, protected, uh, efficient, that will act, will, that will function without any hindrances, and hand millions of tons of Ukrainian grain will make it to the global market, stabilizing prices. Uh, lowering them, uh, uh, helping people to avoid famine, and most importantly, depriving Russia of its blackmail leverage on the world.
0: Mitro Kuleba, I want to thank you very much uh, for appearing here on the France 24 interview from Equatorial Guinea. And thank you all for watching it. Stay tuned for more news.